Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven. I'm here to do a review on an awesome horror anthology called Scare Us, which one of my friends told me about. And when she told me about this, I was like, I really didn't feel like doing a podcast on an anthology because it is a lot of work going through the stories. But this one is really awesome and it's kind of one of my favorites. My favorite anthology is Trick or Treat, but I would definitely, definitely recommend this one. It's on my top five, maybe my second one. And I'm not gonna give any spoilers this one because it's really that good that if you should go watch it, even if you only listen to this for a few minutes and then get curious about the movie, it's a really good one, how they all tie together. You're not gonna know anybody from the cast, all new people that I could see, and they all work well together and it's put together very well. And I enjoyed it so much. So. I give you my 100% take on this when I go through this real quick. It's not, it shouldn't be that long. Like I said, I don't want, I'm trying to avoid spoilers on this one. So, like I said, scare us. Story begins. First of all, let me just start off with the synopsis. The synopsis is it's about, it's a horror anthology comprising of four to five short stories an unlikely group of aspiring writers in a small town called Sagarden, I think that's how you pronounce it, I'm just going by how it looks, where decades ago was played by a serial killer called Cutthroat. So the story begins basically, the opening scene starts off with a girl bloody crawling on the floor about to get stabbed by a figure. They didn't really show who it was at first, but she's crawling away, so it's basically like they show part of the movie real quick on that scene and that's part of one of the people's stories and before I get into the stories I just want you guys to know that everybody has two names basically in this movie like when they tell their stories they're, they're their main character's name but when they're telling the stories they're actually playing the roles of their own stories so they have a different name in the story but it's them acting it out so I just wanted to make that clear so, to start off with the cast, we have Tom Sindoval. He plays Peter, the bookstore owner and the guy that sets up the, the story for, for everybody to come in and sets the scene and the set for the writers to come. He owns a little bookstore. You know, it's not like Barnes & Noble or anything. It's a nice little bookstore where he knows a few people and they do writing and tell their stories on a weekly basis. Then, we have Charlotte Lilt. She plays Claire slash Annie. Then we have Michael Paul, sorry, Michelle Palmero, who plays Naomi slash Cameron. Then we have Michael C. Alvarez, who plays Diego slash Will. And then we have Ethan Thru, who plays Mikey, he's a teenager, slash Daniel. Then we have Jason Whitchurch, who plays David slash Adam and Jennifer Jones Nesbitt, who plays Helen slash Judith. And Marcia Amaroko, who plays Esther, the neighbor, and she's basically in the last story. So to start off with the story, it starts off basically in the beginning, like I said. The opening scene is about a, a lady crawling all bloody, look like she's about to get murdered. And then it slashes to Claire, the main girl, just drive, riding her bike to the bookstore in a denser fog. This set off the atmosphere pretty well. 
not too creepy, but it was pretty good. Then when she gets to the bookstore, she talks to her friend, Peter, who owns the bookstore. And, you know, he, like I said, he's the head of the, the writer's group there that they come and set it up for. And he, she talks, talking about him, about a serial killer that plagued the town three to five years ago. And his name is Cutthroat. So he's, she's talking to him about that. He's like, uh, I don't know. It could be a copycat. It could be a coincidence, you know, but she's very into like, you know, serial killing movies and stuff like that. So she was actually curious about it, especially that she grew up in the town. So then next thing you know, Diego walks into the store and they start talking. Then Naomi comes and her and Diego has like a little bitch fit with each other. So you could tell right away that they don't really get, get along. So next thing you know, they set up the scene in the back where they're all sitting in the chairs and about to decide who's going to tell their story first. So basically, Naomi goes first. So her story, which actually, one of, her story is pretty good. And it's called Night Hall. And like I said, these are the stories they're telling, which is basically going on with their life, how they feel and what they're going through at the moment. So basically... Her story starts off with her crying in the elevator, going to her storage unit because her and her husband had a fight and she's tired of it and she actually wanted to leave him. He calls and tries, wants to get her back. She hangs up on him. You could tell by the sound of his voice and by what he was saying, he's abusive and she just was tired of it. So next thing you know, she takes the elevator and she's on there with a priest that's making some rumbling noise. Got a big box with chain tied up around it. And so she's just curious because she hears things inside the box. So she, Next thing you know, the elevator stops and the security guard comes on. She gets off, so she's going to look for a storage unit. But next thing you know, she walks around the corner and turns the corner. Then there's the priest there and humming and making these groaning noises. And she's like, how did you get off Like basically before me? And then she she asks, do you need help? Because she's making these like noises that sound painful. And then you know, she keeps asking, do you need help? Do you need me to call somebody? Then he turns around. Next thing you know, he looked kind of like zombified. And like with goo and look basically dead. So she gets creeped out, starts backing up and leaves. And then next thing you know, she start feels like something's chasing her. So she goes hide. And next thing you know, this devil creature comes out of nowhere. And like I said, I'm not trying, I'm trying to dance around the spoilers because it really is an awesome anthology horror that you should watch. And I don't want to give much away, but I just want to give you key parts of it. So like a demon devil figure comes out and starts chasing her and goes after the security guard then you know what happens there and then she gets away kind of and she gets scratches and then next thing you know her story is over like i say i'm paraphrasing through these stories because they're really good the way they blend in together next thing you know they go back to the group the group gives her credit for like having an intense story because like i said it is pretty good i'm leaving a lot of stuff out like i said her story was dark um, the makeup for the demon devil type creature was pretty good. Like I said, this is kind of a B indie movie. And like I said, the cast, they work so well together. It was so good in this movie. So the group sit there talking amongst themselves for Naomi's movie. And so she sits in there. Then she starts bitching around, having a fit with um Diego. So she's like, We'll see if you could do any better and stuff like that. So like I said, Naomi, 
that's her main character on screen. But um, in her story, Naomi is called Cameron. So then we go to Mikey's. And while Mikey's part of the story is that he's young. He's the policeman of the town's son. So Peter kind of didn't want him there because he's underage and he don't know if he's going to get in trouble. And then plus it's like horror stories, but he was into writing. So they took a group vote and they wind up him wind up staying. So he tells his story, which is called Untethered. And he's Mikey. Mikey is called, uh, I think, Daniel. He's called Daniel in his story. So it starts off with his family at the dinner table and they're having dinner. And then the father comes home with the mother. The mother seemed like she took him, picked him up from a, um institution state, like he like he had a breakdown. Then the father comes, then next thing you know, he's staring. Everywhere you see him, he's staring. Mikey goes to, Daniel goes to bed and then he starts having visions and dreams. And his father comes in with a hammer and Mike and Daniel, I keep calling him Mikey because that's his main name. Daniel gets nervous, but then the father leaves the hammer there and just walks out. And then all these weird events in his dreams keep happening. And then he's dreaming about his mother in the kitchen with her mouth up in the air, making like, ah, zombie noises and stuff like that. The next thing you know, he flashes there at the dinner table again, and they got dead crows in front of them. And the rest of his family, he has a younger sister, I mean, an older sister, this, so it's the mother, the father with the issues, and the younger sister, older sister, sorry. They have sheets over their head with blood stains right in the middle of their foreheads. And next thing you know, Daniel starts, his eyes turn black, and he starts banging his head against the crow's beak. And I guess that's what the other family members do. Then he started getting the, blood, the same blood stain like that, and then his family started rising from the table. And then a the long story short, things hit the fan real quick. And then it flashes back to the bookstore where they're telling the story. And like I said, again, I'm not trying to tell anything what happened. I'm just trying to paraphrase and let you know what the story's kind of about. So then, you know, Naomi and Diego start bickering a little bit again. So Diego finally like, you know what, I'll tell my story. So he tells his story and it's called Dead Ringer. So in Dead Ringer, um, he's he's actually all right. Diego is called Will in this in his story. So he wakes up Will from sleeping on a road, finds a car just sitting there desolate, find the keys in there, trying to start it. And then next thing you know, some guy comes running at him, and he's like, "Ho ho, wait, basically, what's up?" So basically, it's this guy's car, but he's like, "All right, here's your car. I don't want no trouble." And the guy's going up in the trunk and gets a gun, and then he's like, "Wait, I'm, I don't want no trouble." So. Take the car, do what you have to do. And then he said, no, I'm looking for my wife. And then next thing you know, his wife comes from across the street. This is all in the dark atmosphere. And then, and then he's trying to talk to her, but she's like zombie too. Like she got like her face is all morphed and eyes and mouth. So you could tell something's wrong with her. The next thing you know, he just started taking fire on his wife and it's not doing nothing to her. So Will freaks out. He gets into the car. He's trying to start it and leave. Um, the husband and wife, they get into it. I'm not going to tell you what happened there. And then next thing you know, seemed like the wife wins that battle. And she stands in front of the car where Will's at, not to let him go. And all you know, she turns into this big, and they don't really show it from the back that well. 
it's like a big werewolf alien type creature. And then next thing you know, it flashes back to the group. And, you know, even Naomi's like, that was a well-told story, very creepy, this and that. She even gave him credit for it. And like I said, again, I'm keep saying it. I'm not telling you the whole story. I'm jumping around. But this story was dark. They did it well for a short. This was like one of the shortest ones out of them all. But it was it was good. And like I said, all the stories are good in their own way. And the way they all come together towards the end is very, is, I liked how they did it. It's like they come together as four separate stories, but not together. If you watch the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. So then we go from Diego to Claire, it's the main girl. And Claire plays Anne or Annie in this in her movie that she tells. Her movie opens up with a lady sitting on a couch named Judith. And then next thing you know, she's just sitting there looking through old photos. And then she hangs herself from a ceiling fan. Then flashes from there, Anne comes in with her husband, David. And, and the, the, the realtor looks like, I thought at first was trying to sell him the house, but it's actually Judith was Anne's mother that she never knew. So that she was inheriting the house. So then she's there trying to figure out things about her mother. She's like, I never knew my mother. I basically never even met her. She gave me up when I was so young. So she's trying to find out and figure out things. And then a neighbor comes along and starts telling her a story real quick. So she invited the neighbor over for dinner to, to tell her more about, so she could learn more about her mother. Because she, she was telling her some stories about it. And she's like, your mother was an awesome person, this and that. So then she started talking to her husband. And she's like, is it weird that I invited her over? It feels weird that I'm going to talk to a stranger about my mom that I never met. So next thing you know, this is one of my favorite stories here too. But um, she um came over dinner, started telling stories, and made her mother up to be a well-known, well-good person in the community. And then the neighbor, she started getting a little weird. She started telling some stories, and she's like, okay, this is weird. All right. And then... And started hearing some noise. And she asked her husband, basically, do you just hear this stuff? And while the neighbor is talking to, while the neighbor is talking to um David, David actually going along with the story. And she's like, and Anne's like basically looking at like, how would you know? You know? And the neighbor, the neighbor's name is Esther. So, and David's like, like just he started being creepy, very creepy. So next thing you know, they actually jump and tied Anne together, brought her down to the basement. And when she's in the basement, and they take and she's looking on the floor as a dead body. And there's a room full of like another five people, and they're all like chanting. And there's a ritual going on, and Esther's the head of it, even her husband. And they don't explain that part that I could remember. But on the floor is her mother that she never met. And they started chanting, and her mother started rising from the dead, then started rising in the air, and started screaming. Then as you know, that story cuts off. Then they go back to the bookstore. And then they're all giving each other's credit over the, their stories. And like I said, there's more to the stories that I'm just, like I said, I'm paraphrasing it because other stuff goes on in there. So I just want you guys to check it out for yourself. Like I said, it's an awesome anthology. I don't want to ruin it. And... So we go back to the bookstore with the group. They're circled in their chairs. So then Peter, the owner of the bookstore, Claire's friend, 
she he starts telling a story and it's a real dark creepy story and everybody start i don't want to give it away real quick but then everybody started looking at him pretty weird it's like all right peter calm down all right like he started getting really like graphic and you know a little bit darker than these stories so next thing you know i do not want to give this ending away because it's so good so i'm not even gonna say what happens from there with peter and the group but next thing you know all hell does break loose the next thing you know somebody is having a cat and mouse with everybody and trying to kill everybody in the bookstore and everybody's trying to fight to survive and at the end i'm not gonna let you know if there's any survivors or not but it's a big scene in a moment where you're like what the f is happening here between peter and claire and even a nice creepy scene in the bathroom with mikey and actually some good no slashing you know and like i said it's a well put together anthology and the main story is the bookstore thing at the end with a nice little surprise and a little twist that i didn't even think about or seen coming and i say i give this one honestly four stars out of five so i definitely give it four raven wings and say it's a must see it might not be for everybody taking but it keeps you interested and it goes along pretty fast because the stories aren't long and i like how they jump between story and bookstore writers group and back to story and it's not a lot of prolongness and it's not a lot of bullshitting around they get right to it and then like i said the ending with the twist and what happens in the bookstore is very cool and i don't know if anybody's going to see it coming because i try not to guess and you know be play detective with these stories and try to figure it out and ruin it for me i just watch let my mind go blank and go at ease and soak it up and i think everybody should do that instead of trying to figure it out especially that it's a nice little ending so like i said with all the four stories the atmosphere is good the cast plays well together they play well as the writers they play well inside their own stories and it's narrated very well through with peter and then like i said the end i give it like decent decent amount of gore they show most of it that i, that I, I could remember and like i said the acting's good for b and and you're looking at it it won't even seem like a bnd horror <laughs> so it's called scare us i say go see it i said it has good atmosphere it has good storytelling and it has a great ending so that's my podcast for scare us and if you ever want to see and hear little vid clips about my movies or my posters that I'm, or movies I'm going to be doing in the near future or that week, you can always go to my Instagram. And my handle is at Ravens underscore horror. And my podcast um, Instagram handle is at Ravens underscore house of horror. And if you're on Facebook, I actually got an owner of a horror group called Horror House, H-A-U-S, of Synergy. And, you know, I got a lot of followers on there and we talk horror, post a lot of things. So that's another thing. And I will have a YouTube channel coming up very soon. I keep saying that every week, but I'm putting together some videos to throw on there to get it started. And it's going to grow from there, which is from videos up. 
So thank you for listening. Like I said, you can hear me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, on Anchor FM. And link is in my bio. Thanks again. Scare us. Great anthology. Raven is out.